This episode of the Below the Line podcast is presented by Wicked Minis. Wicked Minis are great on soups, salads, or just as a handheld snack. I have the jalapeno cheddar ones here today, and I really wanted to have the red dill ones here, but again, I gave the bag to one of my friends, and they ended up taking it home and sharing it with their family, and they ate it all. So keep your bag handy. Your friends will steal them. They are that good. Wicked Minis are available on Amazon, Walmart.com, and of course, always at MoonlightMixes.com. This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast and the Spotter Stand YouTube channel. We graded uh, all the full-time cup drivers 2023 seasons just recently, Emily and I did. Today, I am all alone to grade the Truck Series guys' seasons, and we'll do the same with the NASCAR Xfinity Series here shortly. Moving on from the 2023 season, looking more forward to the 2024 season. Uh, but welcome into Season 2 of the Below the Yellow Line podcast. Technically, the first episode was that trailer I put out. If you haven't listened to it, watched it already. I encourage you to do so for our Christmas special movie about the North Wilkesboro Speedway trailer. Number two will come out tomorrow on November 22nd. And happy Thanksgiving to all you guys, by the way. Um, I'm thankful for a lot of things, friends, family, good food, football, all that good stuff, NASCAR especially, and, and being able to cover uh, the sport that I love uh, for you guys. Thankful for a great fan base here. Thankful just for the sport I love. Uh, to exist and be able to watch it. And of course, thankful for the great folks over at MoonlightMixes.com who pay me to cover the sport that I love. Head on over to MoonlightMixes.com uh, .com rather to get your hands on Wicked Mix and Wicked Minis. This show is specifically sponsored by Wicked Minis. If you saw our little ad read there in the beginning, they're available at uh, on Amazon, Walmart.com, Kroger, and at MoonlightMixes.com. So um, you know, get those. You want to add a little garnish onto a Thanksgiving dish last minute. You want some good Christmas presents, stocking stuffers. Uh, Wicked Mix does have a holiday edition, a winter edition, a chocolate lace edition for the chocolate crazed people in your family. So get your hands on some of that. It's good. Trust me. Real life customer testimonial here. But we're going to start off uh, like just like Cup, and we'll do the same thing. Xfinity. We're going to go in numerical order rather than just going down the points list. Uh, so what we're going to do is start off um, with all these full-time guys. So the full-time guy um, in the number 02 truck, that was, or no, they didn't have a full-time guy in that truck. Never mind. I'm sorry. Two truck, Nick Sanchez. That's where we're starting. Um, I believe, where was it announced that Nick Sanchez is going? Because uh, he's going to a new team. I saw the press release the other day. Um Let's see here. He is going to, well, I can't find it. I believe Jake Garcia is going um, is going to uh, Thor Sport. Uh, but Nick Sanchez was a rookie this year, and, and I picked him to win the poll a lot this season simply because um, I mean, he, he, he won the first poll of the year at Daytona. I think he won three or four. Uh, overall, uh, but he was just really solid all season. 
and and yeah, Garcia is joining Thor Sport. Um, still can't find where uh, Sanchez is going. Oh well, I digress. Doesn't matter. But Nick Sanchez, I'm gonna give him a solid A minus. Uh, made the second round of the playoffs too. You know, beat out Matt Grafton, uh, Matt Benedetto, both veterans uh, as a rookie to get that spot. Twelve top tens, no wins, which is a little disappointing. You, know, you would like to see the guy win races, but. He led more laps than Kraft and than De Benedetto. Led more laps than the defending champ, Zane Smith. And, and led more laps than the champ, Ben Rhodes. Led more laps than Enfinger and Hosevar. Uh, Texas, obviously, we all remember that race uh, with the, the skirmish with Hosevar. Um, but a really good year for Sanchez in his rookie season. We'll see how he builds off that with a new team next year. Uh, moving on here to Chase Purdy in the number four. Uh, missed out on the postseason, sure, but 11 top 10s is still more than Matt Crafton. That's still more than Zane Smith. Um, and, you know, that's not too far off from from Nick Sanchez. So a solid season for Purdy in KBM equipment. The last year of KBM is Spider Motorsports takes over, and I think that might be where Sanchez is going. That might make sense to me. I can't remember. I apologize for not being able to remember anything. But a solid year for Purdy. In the last year of KBM, only led 23 laps, no stage wins, and a winless season. But, you know, a year where, where we did see flashes of potential. So I'm going to go ahead and give Chase Purdy just a B. Um, if, if he won, it would have been a B plus. Uh, moving on to Dean Thompson, who probably had one of the scariest crashes of the year across all three series at Texas Motor Speedway, which was just a wild race overall. But Five top tens, 10 DNFs. He DNFed in almost half the races, but they had good speed in a lot more races. Tricon Garage is a team that obviously was a championship contender this year with Corey Heim, but you know, with a few other of these tracks, part-time entries or full-time entries, they show flashes of being great. And I think Dean Thompson, um, you know, depending on his plans for next year, can take another step forward. I am going to give him a C plus, just you know, 20th in points, 10 DNFs, isn't great, um, but a decent season nonetheless and you know i think he can uh, i think he can build on this for sure he can absolutely build on uh, on a year where he did a lot better than a lot of people thought he would i'm gonna give colby howard a c he did what i thought he would do a few dnfs you know one top five one top ten i i would think that'd be on a super speedway i'm not sure um not great equipment decent driver the talent's there um just not in a position right now and in the equipment he's in and the truck he's in to really make a push. So Colby Howard gets a C just because he did exactly what I thought he would do. Uh, Corey Heim is the next one. I, he was my championship pick. He won three races this year, had 19 top tens and that was with missing a race. So, um, and he still won the regular season championship despite missing a race, but 12 top five, 611 laps led eight stage wins, Led in every statistical category this year, except for wins um, and DNFs. I mean, he only had one of those. You know, he was finishing races. He was running very well. Uh, I would give him an A plus, except for his shenanigans with Carson Hosevar. That kind of knocked him down a little bit on my ladder. Don't love it when drivers, especially young drivers that are you know hoping to make a name for themselves in the upper echelons of the sport, do stuff like that. Uh, but Oh, well, you know, I mean, he's a young driver. He's going to learn. Um, it's still disappointing, though, nonetheless, when when he made that mistake. So ends up fourth in the points. He was the best driver all year long, in my opinion. Doesn't take home the championship, but still a fantastic season. We'll see him back with Tricon Garage next year. And he is my he's my early championship pick. 
Moving on to Spencer Boyd, who didn't run all the races, but he didn't run 20 and you know, 2021. That's kind of my cutoff for, okay, you did run the full season. And like Colby Howard, he gets a C. I mean, he's a winner in the series at Talladega, but in the equipment he's in, he's just not able to take a step forward. He's not able to have a breakout year. That's, he's just, I mean, he's good. He's talented, obviously, but he's just not in a position to make a big move. And, and, you know, that's how I'm going to grade a lot of these guys that are in his situation. Let's give him a C. Uh, Haley Deegan. Now, look, I know she's going full-time Xfinity. I know she showed a lot of promise in, uh, in her Xfinity debut at Vegas last year. This year was a colossal failure. I'm not going to give her an F because she did have two top tens, had a few uh, solid runs, but she regressed in better equipment. I think she was 17th and 21, 18th and 22 in the points. I may be wrong, but I feel like that sounds right. But 19th in championship level equipment, like her teammate Ben Rhodes won the championship. It's her third season. She is still young. Yes, that's true. And maybe she will do better in Xfinity, you know? Um, don't have that high of expectations for her rookie year, but who knows? Um, this year, I'm just going to give her a, a D. She she wasn't good. She really wasn't. Only led two laps, four DNFs. You know, it, it's not a horrible mark, but no stage wins. She only earned 18 stage points all season, and it was really a year where she was never in contention for much of anything. Um, I mean, she wasn't horrible. She wasn't just so bad. You know, she she wasn't like Danica Patrick some races. She wasn't just wrecking herself. She wasn't involved in as many incidents this year, which was nice because she was, you know, she wasn't mired in 25th. She was 20th or she was 15th. So she wasn't better this year. But 19th in the points isn't going to cut it in any series of NASCAR, especially when you're with a top team, when you're with a manufacturer in Ford that believes in you. And, and you know, if she does this in Xfinity, She's not going to get offered a cup. The jump from truck to Xfinity, getting a ride to Xfinity to cup, even with her situation being who she is, um, that's not going to help her as much going from Xfinity to cup. So we'll see. I wish her all the best. I hope she does well um, because I think NASCAR does need a, a big, you know, a female driver who's really good. And she has the talent. Like the talent is there. She just hasn't been able to capitalize on it yet. And her three years in the truck series were not good. So next year is a big year for her, even though it's her rookie year in the Xfinity series. So I'll give Haley Deegan a D, uh, maybe a D plus. I, I don't know. Uh, Tanner Gray in the 15 truck. He started out this year similar to what he did last year. He was great. The first four races last year, I think he had three, four top tens. This year started off similarly, but he kept that success going. It was more sustain, sustained success. And then he fell off as we got closer to playoff time. He's just not able to close the regular season out. He's not able to keep up that momentum. He doesn't start slow. He ends slow. He ends up 14th in points, three top five, six top tens, no stage wins, only led 26 laps, winless season, obviously. Um, he was better. Like, he had more success. He's getting steadily better. Uh, but it's just it's a difficult place to be where you're just seemingly stuck in place. I'll give Tanner Gray a B- minus since he was a little bit better, but still got a lot to improve on in my opinion. Uh, moving down to Tyler Ankrum, who ends up 17th in points. He gets a D-. minus. Six top tens is an all right mark, but you're in your, what, three, four full-time in the trucks. He's won one race at Kentucky. But aside from that, where's the upside with him? Like, I'm about to call him a NASCAR bust because he has done nothing. He's not going anywhere. He's not moving up. The sponsorship dollars are a big reason why he is where he is. 
17th in points in a truck that Austin Hill was winning a crap ton of races in just a few years ago is unacceptable. And with Toyota manufacturer at a big year with Tricon, Tyler Ankrum is, is a decent driver. He, again, the talent is there. He's just not putting together results. And you got to win. You got to put together results. You got to make the playoffs at, at some point. So um, I'm not sure what his plans are for next year either, but he needs to have a big one. He needs to have a big year. Uh, he, he gets a, he gets a D minus. Uh, not quite going to fail him because six top tens is a decent amount, but still just got to be better than 17th. Uh, moving on to Tanner Gray's brother and teammate Taylor Gray finished right behind him, 15th in points. Same amount of top five, same amount of top tens. He had two less DNFs, led 24 less laps, both winless in races and stages. Um, he was okay. I mean, you know, he was, he was fine. Um, he wasn't completely full-time he only ran 20 races so i mean he was you know better i guess than a lot of the other of these guys uh, i'm gonna give him a b minus i mean he was solid he he definitely showed some flashes of of really good potential uh still waiting on that win but i think the gray brothers have something going especially taylor i think taylor gray um he could get something going here in the next few seasons uh, Christian Eckes, what a breakout year for this guy. Uh, not in his rookie year of the NASCAR Truck Series, but had his breakout year. He did miss the championship four, but he tied Hosevar for the series lead and wins with four, 10 top fives, 13 top tens, 351 laps led, six stage wins, ended the year at Phoenix with a victory. Um, I'm going to give him an A. I mean, not quite a championship four appearance. Obviously, he didn't win the championship, but still had a solid season, a great season even, and a year where I thought he'd maybe you know, maybe make the playoffs, you know, that'd be solid, right? Uh, that 19 truck hadn't had a ton of success, but McAnally, Hilgeman Racing, um, they turned on the Jets this year. Jay Garcia, 13th in points. We'll talk about him, obviously, a bit later in the show, but uh, Kristen Eck has had himself a pretty dang solid season. Uh, he gets an A from me. Moving on here. Um, let's see, 20 truck wasn't full-time, was it? There's no way. No, it was not. Okay, moving on to GMS's Grand Endfinger. Grand gets an A+. And, you know, three wins, nine top fives, 13 top tens, led 232 laps, three stage wins. He lost the championship by one point. And that was his title lose until all the shenanigans started happening. He gets an A+. GMS closes its doors. We've heard now for a couple months that, or we've known for a couple months GMS is shutting down. Uh, we, we've I feel like I've known for a little bit that, okay, they have plans. Endfinger and Daniel Dye have plans. Dyes have been made slightly more public. I haven't heard much about Endfinger. I hope he lands a ride. Uh, he also got to make his cup debut this year at Sonoma, filling in for uh, for, uh, for Noah Gregson. Uh, solid season for Grand Endfinger. Um, one spot away from championship. That's an A-plus season, in my opinion. Moving on down to Raja Karuth, 16th in the points for GMS Racing. He'll be interested to see where he goes as well. But four top tens, only led one lap, no stage wins, no race wins, no top fives. But he did have some really solid runs. Talladega, I remember him mixing up with the front of the pack. And in a rookie year, you know, it's, it's going to be a rookie year. You know, you're going to learn a few different things. And and Raja certainly has the potential and, and a, a decent season to beat out his teammate, Daniel Dye. So that's certainly good to see. Uh, 49 stage points total for him on the year. A bit more consistent than his young counterpart in Daniel Dye, but a decent year for Raja. I'll go B-minus for Raja Cruz. 
Matt DiBenedetto. Now, he only ran, what, 19 races, right? 20, because he was kicked out of his ride after the round of 12, uh, the round of 10, rather, for you know, whatever reason. Um, be interesting to you where he lands. I know some people say Colleg. I, I just feel like that's not going to happen, but who knows? It could. Um, I'll give Matty D uh, a B. You know, would have been nice to see him win, but 12 top 10s, pretty consistent year. Made the playoffs, you know, got eliminated pretty easily from the playoffs, but um, could have been a better year. But, you know, last year was really disappointing. Got to win at Dega, sure, but missed the postseason. I said, man, you're a veteran. Everybody says you got wrongfully kicked out of your ride and you're not doing much else to prove it's struggling in the truck series. But this year was a better year. I hope to find somewhere to go. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, ultimately, just got to sit back and wait and see where Matty D lands. Jake Garcia. What a ride for Jake Garcia, man. 13th in points. He did miss a race. I, I don't remember why, but Chase Elliott filled in for him. Um, maybe he missed Daytona because he wasn't 18 yet. That might have been the reason. But nine top tens, three top fives, only one DNF. Didn't lead any laps, though. No stage wins, no race wins, obviously. But a good year for Jake Garcia. 13th in points is not shabby for your rookie season. And, I mean, he he was just consistent all year. Like, McAnally Hilgeman was consistent. And that's why Jake Garcia gets a B-plus from me. Um, really solid year, a year where he just continuously improved and improved and improved. And if he keeps on that track, he'll have a pretty successful NASCAR career, not just in trucks, but in Xfinity and, and possibly Cup. Looking next at the defending champ, Zane Smith, and I'm just going to say it, he gets a B. I know, I know, he was, you know, he was looking forward to Cup, and I get that. I completely get, you know, looking forward to next season. But for the defending champ to, you know, only lead 227 laps, only win two races, and, I mean, the inconsistency was bad. When that team was on, that team was on. But their 10 top 10s, were their 10 top fives. And you might say, oh, that's pretty good. Well, they were in the top 10, they were in the top five. But it also proves they were really inconsistent because when they weren't in the top five, they weren't in the top 10. And it's just disappointing to see a guy that I had really high expectations for. He was my preseason championship pick. I thought he'd go back-to-back, -back, go to Cup or Xfinity or whatever. Of course, we didn't know of his plans for 2024 before the season. And I can obviously see why he's distracted. You know, I think next year for in-cup is more important than this year in trucks. But so it would have been nice to see him show a little bit more fight. Um, and I'm not saying he wasn't focused. I'm not saying he wasn't disappointed with how his season turned out. I'm just saying it would have been nice to see him perform a little bit better. So, yeah, I don't know. Carson Hosevar up next. Zane Smith gets a B. Hosevar gets an A. Um, his antics at Phoenix knocked him down from what was otherwise an A-plus year. Four wins, 11 top fives, 13 top tens, three stage wins, 271 laps led. In a year where we all said going in, can Carson Hosevar win? He not only won his first race at Texas in somewhat controversial fashion, he went on to win three more, including holding off a dominant time Jeske at Richmond, got himself a cup deal for next season, got himself, uh, you know, basically, you know, a quarter of a season of cup experience driving for Noah Gregson, uh, or filling in for Noah Gregson after his situation this summer. And, I mean, the dude had a banner year all the way around. Now, his antics at Phoenix were disappointing. We thought he'd clean that up. Martinsville in the spring, remember how, you know, you know, his situation there? He cleaned it up. He had a talk with Dale Jr. And then, you know, that November 3rd, Friday night in Phoenix, Arizona, he kind of reverted back to old Carson Hosevar, which was disappointing. But, 
Um, overall, a really good year. If he can clean up the way he drives, he can be a guy that wins, you know, 20 races in, in the Cup Series, I think. Maybe even can get to a championship level. It's really early in the guy's career to say that. But gets a year with Spire next year, and we'll see what he can do, man. We will see what he can do, see how well he does. Uh, Daniel Dye is up next in the GMS truck, and he gets a C. He was fine. Uh, got outperformed by Rajak Ruth. Obviously, I, I don't love the guy just because of his off-track antics last year. Only one top 10, five laps led. No stage wins, no top fives, no race wins. A little disappointing, but I mean, it's it's like it's it's the guy's rookie year. He was seemingly always caught up in incidents. Only a two DNFs somehow. <laughs> um, fine season, you know. It's it's okay. Uh, nothing to write home about. Nothing to burn the shop down over. Just a fine rookie season. No, that's it. Uh, Lawless Allen is going to get a D. And look, I know the kid's younger. I know he's not quite a, doesn't have like the raw talent factor that a lot of people think Hosevar has. But to be in the same equipment that your teammate won four races in, made the championship four in, and finished 22nd in points with no top fives, one top 10, no laps led, and no stage wins, and only earned nine stage points all year, that's got a sting, right? And you're saying, okay, what went wrong here? What went wrong to the point that we just weren't competitive because they weren't competitive and that's what nice has to figure out in the future is how do we get not one truck but both trucks competitive so um wallace allen just nah, not not a good season you you get a d uh stuart friesen is going to get a c minus for me and you might be saying that's a little harsh guy still had seven top tens five top fives you know came on stronger towards the end of the season he missed the playoffs. For a guy that's won races, looked like a Dark Horse championship contender of points in his career, and his time's running out. Um, you know, he's what, 41 now, 39, somewhere in that, like that 38 to 42 age range. Um, I know Matt Crackman's like, you know, 70 now, and he's still racing. But um, anyway, Stuart Friesen, his time seems to be running out. And then it just wasn't a great season. It was a guy that I thought would make the playoffs, a guy I thought could win two or three races. I thought we were going to see maybe this year be the first year of him in the championship four. I think I picked him to make the round of eight. I could be wrong. <laughs> I got to go back and, and watch my preseason prediction video, which seems like I made that four years ago. But um, it, you know, the season for sure freezing, you know, look at those rhymes, but I'm not a rapper. Uh, that was just fine. It was just okay. You know, not great. Just fine. Um, next up is uh, Matt Craft. We have, what, three left? Yeah, we have three left. They're all Thor Sport trucks. Matt Crafton makes the playoffs again. He's just, like, going to finish ninth or tenth in points for three or four more years and then bow out. His last win was at Kansas in July of 2020. He only had two top fives. He only had one stage win. He only led 33 laps. Nine top tens is an okay mark, but at some point, Matt Crafton has got to do something that I think warrants Thor Sport using their resources to keep him on for longer than one or two more years. He brings that veteran stability. He's consistent, but is just making the playoffs and then getting bounced out really easily all Thor Sport wants to do? It's not. They won the championship this year. They've won the championship two out of the last three years. They've won a buttload of races recently. Matt Crafton just isn't doing it for them. And I, he's still having to, I mean, he, I'm going to give him a B. It was a solid season, but solid is not what they're looking for. And, and they're looking for a lead. And right now, he's just not that. Now, I'm not saying they should fire the guy, keep him. But I'm just saying, if they want to be that team that has 
three trucks, four trucks in the championship four, they need to, you know, let him retire, let him go. Because right now he's not that winning guy. If they're fine with where he at, with where he's at, which I am. I mean, he's a guy going off in the sunset, not going out on top, but going out solid, not heading out like a lot of guys in NASCAR do and finishing 30th every week. Um, but you know, he just you know he could be better. You know, it could be a better situation. But you know, oh well, solid guy, veteran presence, just you know doing what he does. Uh, Ty Majeski is an interesting one. Finishes eighth in points, only got the one win, but started to dominate the short track towards the end of the year until, as Carson Osevar said, their superpower was taken away. 14 top 10s, 8 top 5s, uh, 484 laps led, 7 stage wins. Time Jeski gets an A-. minus. It would be an A, but he didn't make championship 4, which was really disappointing after that white-hot start to the playoffs. A great run. Should have won Richmond probably, and except for a pit road issue, and then uh, dominated at IRP, um, walking miles when he got that big penalty um, that you know didn't do much because playoffs. But um, good year for Majeski. But just after making the championship for last year, you thought he could take that step forward. You thought he could win the championship this year, or you know, you know, instead of just being the guy that kind of ran, you know, fourth, fifth last year, be the guy that's in the mix late, but slightly took a step back. He still got, you know a big future in front of him, I think. Uh, but that little short track scandal there uh, did him. Last one here, Ben Rhodes, number 99. You know what? I got to give the champion an A+. If I was grading him and he wasn't the champion, like, say, just take that out. I'd probably give him an A. Because while he did only win one stage, did only win one race at Charlotte in the spring, did only have 112 laps led. He still had 14 top tens. That's almost two third, two thirds of the season. Seven top fives is good. Only one DNF is really good. So only you know, Enfinger I believe is the only full time guy to not have any DNFs this year. That's just veteran guys taking care of their equipment. And Ben Rose took that veteran presence and won a championship with it. His second championship in three years. Once again, gave one of the funniest press conferences in the history of press conferences. Go watch it if you haven't. It is freaking hilarious. Um, an A-plus season for a guy who's, you know, probably going to win another championship or two before it's all over. And, you know, I don't know where he wants to go, but if he wants to stay with Thor Sport, he could absolutely win, like, four more championships. He could. I'm not saying he will, but he could. I mean, he's that good. That team is that good. The equipment's there. The funding is there. You know, go build yourself a Hall of Fame career, Ben Rhodes. Absolutely. Um, a really good season, though, for him. And obviously, capped it off with a championship. Was he the most deserving champion? No, but. You know, as Richard Petty said, and this sport deserves has nothing to do with it. And, you know, I don't like the playoffs. I don't like the one race championship format, but it's what we got. And if you can win in it, you've proven you're good enough to, to win in it. So those are my grades for the 2023 NASCAR Craftsman Chuck Series season. Hope you guys enjoyed MoonlightMixes.com for trans on some Wicked Mix and Wicked Minis. Uh, the Xfinity version of this show will be out soon. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Look out for trailer two. For a North Wilkesboro movie, Reborn, trailer one is out, uh, or was out yesterday. i got some interviews on the horizon. Fun stuff coming up. Enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday, everybody. Goodbye.